0: Hi everybody, the Complex PTSD Guy here. I'll start out by saying I'm not a doctor or psychiatrist, I'm just a guy living with Complex PTSD, and I'm sharing my own ideas, experiences, and opinions on this podcast. I wanted to talk about a topic, I've talked about it before in the past, and it's it's a really touchy subject, Um, and it's regarding where your Complex PTSD comes from. So most of the time on this podcast, I talk about growing up with caregivers or parents or if it's a teacher or whoever it might be that abused you or traumatized you for a long period of time. That's usually what I discuss on here. Um, Complex PTSD can also happen to like prisoners of war who are obviously tortured. Um, It can happen in a lot of different environments. Um, Human slavery is another one. And any form of long-term, long-term trauma, repetitive trauma, it's not just a one-time thing, it's a a long-term process. But one thing I wanted to point out in regards to that, and again I've talked about this before, um, is I think I should start out with the definition of the word complex. So the definition of the word complex is consisting of many different and connecting parts and so in relation to complex PTSD, I think that that's a really good... It's a really good word, the word complex, in relation to the type of trauma that we go through, because it does consist of many different and connecting parts. Um, it's not just, like like I said, it's not just one thing. And the main topic I wanted to talk about is something I'll be doing tomorrow. Um, I'm actually... I've mentioned on here before that i I didn't talk to the two people that my trauma comes from for a couple of years after what I refer to as the event occurred because of how they responded to it, Um, things related to that event, um, particularly the person that was abused during the event, um, that person's life got better because they were able to get away from their particular abuser um, about, uh, I guess I'd say two years afterwards, um, or a year and a half, maybe, but again, it was the, it was my person, the people that my trauma comes from, it was their reaction to it that freaked me out, um, that was what turned my world upside down, and that was where, like I've talked about on here before, I lost faith in the human race, um, and I really did, I really did, um, and so again, this word complex is a good word, because after a few years of not talking to them, it was it was alright, and I definitely needed that space, um, and I didn't think that I would ever talk to them again. Um, but it's very complex, because when you grow up with it, and like, let's say... Like, let's pretend it's your parents, you know, where your trauma comes from. And I think a lot of times when it's two parents, there's usually the abuser and there's usually the enabler. And a lot of times the enabler gets more heat because they enabled it. They allowed it to happen Um, rather than being angry at the abuser. um, I was just reading about a famous person. I won't say who it was, but we all know who this person is. And there was a famous person who turned out to become a deranged madman. And when he was growing up, he was adopted by his grandparents. And his grandpa was described as a tyrannical... I can't think of the other word they used, but it was like a tyrannical madman, basically. I think they called him a tyrannical bully. And they just said all these horrible things, like all these just nasty things he used to do and the grandmother was basically a very silent depressed person and she just took it she lived with him and I think she probably lived in fear and the little grandson that they raised always admired the grandpa like he was just always wanted to be around him he was all over him I think just because the grandpa was just so out there I think as a little boy the little boy gravitated towards it um he wanted that male energy he wanted to learn from him you know so his his guidance growing up was a tyrannical bully and that's what he turned into as an adult um you know there's a lot of other factors that led him I think into himself growing up in relation to his identity and not knowing who his real dad was and all these other things um but it just reminded me of that word complex. Uh, because a lot of times when we're growing up this way, um, it's, it is very complex. And so after, like I said, a couple of years of not talking to the two people where my trauma comes from, um, if things hadn't have changed in relation to the event and that person getting away from their abuser... I probably still would not be talking to the two people where my trauma comes from. But again, when you grow up in it, when you're a a kid and you grow up around it, and like I said, let's pretend it's your parents. There's people that also know your parents, like let's say relatives. And so if you try to not talk to your parents, but you still talk to your relatives, that can be really, really hard. So, like, let's say you still talk to your grandma, but you don't talk to your parents. And so obviously your grandma probably still visits your parents. And so if you're visiting with grandma and she happens to mention, oh, I went out to dinner with your parents, it's going to feel really weird. And that's why the word complex is so perfect for what, what this all is. You know, it's very different... I would have to say then a prisoner of war, um, partly because a prisoner of war is a prisoner of war in another country, and when they come back to their home country, if they're, when they get out, if they ever get out, um, and they're able to cope with their own complex PTSD, they're not having to deal necessarily with relatives who know their abusers. You see what I'm saying? So it's, it's a different scenario. Um, and in relation to, I guess you could say, human bondage or human slavery. Um, human slavery, I studied this in college. And it, slavery, like, for instance, in the United States, during the Civil War, era, before the Civil War, whenever I asked my teacher who taught African American Studies, I said, if you could sum up slavery in one word, what would it be? And she said, Crazy. It would be crazy. Crazy is the word because every state was very different in regards to like just everything. The type of work they did because the land in every state is different. The topography and you know the produce. It's cotton, it's rum, it's sugar. You know there's all these different things. Um, It could just be working in cornfields. I mean there's all kinds of different things and You know, sometimes people would be emancipated and then they might actually go and own a home and then they might actually acquire a couple of their own slaves. So it's like this weird, it was a crazy thing. And every, you know, every plantation was very different. Um, Very different. And that really kind of blew my mind. There's all types of books out there about this as well, but I won't go into a history lesson. But. The thing is is that you know in regards to that it's very different because you could be separated from your relatives they're all split apart and you're you get moved to a whole other state you're sold downriver you know literally down the river um i mean it happened all the time to where you're completely isolated you know so that's a different type of complex ptsd when you're completely isolated from your family um I don't even know how you would survive that, um, other than just co-mingling with other slaves. I mean, that would it would be that would be extremely traumatic. Um, so all of this is very different, but in relation to the type of complex PTSD I'm talking about and where mine comes from, mine is very um, it was very well hidden, and it's very I would say it's in relation to like, let's pretend it's parents and let's pretend you don't talk to them, but you talk to relatives. That's, that's very challenging. Um, and after I reached a certain point, like I said, after the event happened, that person got away from their abuser. And if they wouldn't have, I probably still wouldn't be talking to, um, the people where mine came from. So to sum it all up, what I want to get to is, um, I eventually, I think a lot of this had to do with the fact that I, I still did talk to people who knew my, the people where my trauma comes from. And I think that that tiptoed into eventually coming to a place where, you know, I needed to let go of my anger towards them because it was only going to hurt me. And, you know, forgiveness is a really big word. And then In my own way, I did forgive them. I didn't come directly to their face and say, I forgive you for how you responded to what happened because the way you responded to it really sucked. Um, I obviously didn't say anything like that. I didn't say anything close to that because obviously they're going to be in denial or they're going to make excuses for how they behaved or they were going to rationalize how they behaved and that would just make me really angry so that's not how I addressed it I forgave them because I know how they were raised um I know very detailed things about their upbringing as to why they are the way they are um I know why the narcissist is the narcissist I know why the person enabling things is doing it because I think 50% of it that person is traumatized themselves um and I've been told by, you know, friends, if they accepted it, they would crack. Um, so it's, again, the word complex fits very well because I'm very much ice skating when I'm around them. And the reason I want to do this podcast tonight is because tomorrow, um, so since my car is having issues, I can't drive to the town where they live. And I usually celebrate Thanksgiving with them. And I, I guess you could say I, I reincorporated myself into their world. Um, it would have been the summer and fall of 2018, which was the worst year of my life, by the way. Um, it was a really bad time. That was when I wrote the play, by the way. Um, but summer and fall of 2018, and then I, the place I currently live in, I moved in here. And... Yeah, it was, it was around that time, and I don't think I officially went to their home until probably the fall of 2018, and that's when I moved into where I live now. So I knew I had my safe place to go to, and I didn't have to. I didn't have to be around them. I was in a very desperate place in my life, um, and that was actually that June of 2018 is. I've talked about this before, that was when the, that was the last time I tried to harm myself, and I had all those weird things happen with the preacher in Kentucky and all that stuff I've talked about in here. Um, it was the preacher I wrote my college paper about, and I wasn't planning to go to see his site, and I felt like I was led there. It was very strange. It was the day after I would attempted to hurt myself. Um, but That was the year. That was just a low point. That was a very sad point in my life. Um, but actually, what happened with the preacher, it was all very. It was all very hopeful. I was like, wow. It was like someone, somebody heard my prayers or somebody, somebody saw how desperate I was, and you know, it led me to the place that I wrote my paper about. Like it was all. It was all very. Um, I don't know if you'd say destined or what the word is, but. And to happen, synchronized, um, but anyway, tomorrow, um, like I said, my car has issues, so I, I'm not driving to where they live, and they're coming to the town I live in tomorrow, because they have a doctor's appointment over here, and so rather than celebrate Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving, because I my car's having issues, we're going to go out to eat at noon tomorrow at a, a restaurant that we all like here in the town that I live in. So um, that way I'm not having to drive 45 minutes away. And so I'm going to be with them tomorrow. So, you know, for a lot of you who don't talk to the people who abused you, which, by the way, I highly recommend that because a lot of times these people are dangerous. So if you don't talk to them and you don't ever whenever, acknowledge them again, I totally get it. Um, I totally understand that and you know a lot of times you shouldn't you shouldn't go back around them Um, in my particular situation it was my own judgment call you know I had to do what would work best and what would be the most logical and um, it was definitely a a big step in my life and it's not a hundred percent it'll never be the way it used to be growing up you know I definitely see things for what they are, and if anything like this were to ever happen again, uh, Lord help me, because I don't know what I would do. Um, I would probably flee. I would I would move to another state. I'd probably move to Florida. That's probably where I'd go. Like kind of like the Panhandle, because I've heard the beaches there are really nice, and I wouldn't want to live on the ocean side. I live on the Gulf side. Um, But I just wanted to say, you know, originally I was going to do this podcast about forgiveness, but it's really not what it's about. It's about complex. It's about that word complex because, again, when you're growing up in it, like I said, it's very different from other places where complex PTSD can come from. And, again, it's that familiarity aspect where other people that you know from growing up might still know your abusers, or whatever you want to refer to them as. And so when you're still talking to those people, and they're still talking to the people that raised you, that's very complex. It's very challenging. Um, And so like I said, if you don't associate with any of that, more power to you, because um, it's very, it's very difficult. It's very, um, it's a mind warp is what it is. I could use another word for that. That's a four letter word that starts with an F, but I try not to cuss on here. Um, but it's a mind warp um, is what it is because you're really going back into the lion's den. That's what I'm doing. Like every time I go see them, I'm going back into the lion's den. Um, and it's it's the, the key things that I would have to say that really stand out to me now that I know what I know, which I didn't know before, I was very oblivious before to just how bad it was. Um, but now I see it and I see that it is, um, it's very sad. I'd have to say that's the biggest thing. Um, it's very sad. And I really try to disconnect myself from it in a lot of ways. So it has that aspect too. But again, I just wanted to put that word complex in there because that's the perfect definition of what it is. And at this point, I'm sort of rambling, so I'll let you guys go. But again, I am going to be with them tomorrow. And, um, you know, I might talk about it on here or I might not, but it's just kind of our own little Thanksgiving at a local restaurant. Um, So this is the complex PTSD guy signing off.